Hey homies, welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Queens podcast. I'm Lauren Page, and I i never thought I would have a podcast episode with this title and be talking about what I'm going to talk about because it's just, it's been a journey. But happy Black History Month, friends. We deserve more than a month, but here we are. And just to talk openly about our experiences and give the black kings and queens and homies a platform that they deserve. So y'all, I've been battling with this episode and been kind of avoiding it and been battling about how to honor this this month and and but weeks ago it was something was revealed to me and that something was to have this episode and talk about how there's so the black experience is so vast and I know I've said that so many times but what I mean by it is like there's not one way to advocate there's not one way to be black we have we span many different income levels we span many different interests and hobbies and careers and love of music and just nerd out on different things and I would love to do a a little disclaimer that this is not to knock the work that my black brothers and sisters have been doing and throwing this is not to throw shade at anyone this is not to discount anyone's work because it really does inspire me and want me to show up in the best way possible and so I just hope and pray that you know that from my heart this is not to you know be throw a malice intent, honestly. But I was thinking about this month and how I was going to show up and who I was going to have on and everything like that. And I realized that I was operating out of striving and the thoughts and opinions of others. And I was letting what other people, thinking what other people would want me to do or what other people think I should do or just all of these things. And it was kind of paralyzing me, to be honest. And, you know, I've talked on here about, you know, my struggle with people pleasing and, and really caring about what other people think and trying to take back the narrative and trying to do all these things. And I was just like, wait, like I, I was created to do the things I was created. I was meant to influence the people that, God has wanted me to to influence and to impact and I it doesn't always look like providing information and in on platforms or giving stats and and all of those beautiful and necessary things and I think I come from a place of being in high school and being called an Oreo which means you're black on the outside and white on the inside and that moment, I had insecurities in the past, but that moment in high school shaped a lot of insecurities and a lot of different thoughts in my head and being not enough, not black enough, not fitting a box or a stereotype. And I think that impacted me so much because it's like that high school is a time that you are forming your identity as more as you grow more into you know adulthood and those are your most formative years of you know your brain shifting and changing and you're trying to fit in and belong 
And I've known that I don't fit in or belong for a while before that. But I think it was because we were talking about a certain topic and maybe music. But I I show up differently. And that's why I have this Uncommon Queens platform. Because I want all of you to show up in who you were created to be. And in your passions and with your favorite TV shows and with you know, the businesses that you create or the hobbies that you have or whatever, the friends that you have. Like, I want you to show up as you and not to try to fit this box that social media portrays or TV shows portray or whatever that is for you. And I share that experience not to gain pity, but I've gone on, since 2020, I've gone on my own journey. And I think, I don't know if Jasmine and I talked about it on that episode, but I really have been learning and trying to grapple with how I advocate, how I advocate for um, black people, how I advocate and create space for people and for myself and what that means. And I think it really comes back to my word of the year, which is grounded and standing in the ground and being that person and creating new ground. And that really means freedom to me and means that stepping into that I'm enough right here not because other people say I'm enough not because everyone's applauding about what I'm doing but because I was created and deemed enough by God who I believe is a greater power than what anyone has to say on this earth and yes I want to impact and help people but he's going to allow me to impact people in the way and who I'm supposed to because we each have a group and people that we are meant to cater to and serve and and I think it was realizing that there is another way to advocate for the marginalized and and operate in excellence in in what I was positioned for and I think that Many times it's looked at one way on Instagram, but I think that we don't always have to be approaching teaching in a teaching way to be doing good and to improve the community and to bring awareness. And I really think it's doing what we're supposed to and operating the areas that we can because to be honest, showing up on social media and being that teacher role and talking about all of these amazing people is sometimes not my style, but it's actually outside of that or saying what I think about a country artist, a black country artist that I love and talking about them and talking about how many, even at my, in college, my white professor literally told me how black people shaped country music straight up. Like, We have been influential in many different types of music, and I think it's wild to me that people think that if you love that type of music, that you're not black enough. And I just want to set people free, honestly. I just want to set people free from that notion that whatever type of music, whatever type of interest you have, you're not black enough. What type of sport you play, no. No, you are black enough because you have melanated skin and you show up and God created you to be melanated, honestly. Like, there's no other point to say. And I wish I had someone to tell me that. 
and when I was younger and to know that like no Lauren like you you can operate differently and still celebrate your blackness and have black joy and operate in the goodness that is you because we were all meant to be uncommon and operate in the different ways in the community and I I think that there is enough space for everyone to show up in their way and how they choose to advocate and what they choose to speak on because I think it's also other people's allies opportunity to seek out other ways and you know there's so many resources that always don't require black people to teach them about things honestly and and I think that that is holy ground when you step into knowing that you don't have to carry this burden all the time and carry this weight of showing up in activism in one way because I I feel like there's so many different ways and yes that's on social media doing that work putting in that ground going you know to news outlets doing that thing getting that that um, word out there and speaking about so many issues that need to be shed to light that aren't even getting the half of it but I also think that activism is creating spaces that weren't created and me doing internships that don't have people, all people that look like me and shedding light that we can be excellent, we can know our stuff and be on point and present and do the things that that aren't shown in that business or that company and you can pave that way to create space and show that no we can show up just as much or harder than our white counterparts and I think that it's doing what you're passionate about in the sphere of influence that you are in and creating space for others and yourself to show up and it might not look like how everyone else is doing it but that's that's okay. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I just I'm kind of declaring that over myself, honestly. And I think what I've learned many different ways is that for me progress looks like making those daily decisions, going out in the community, doing speaking about things that you feel passionate about because if I've learned anything like What's really going to change if you speak on a topic that you're passionate about, not what anyone else is passionate about, but what you are specifically passionate about, because people listen when you are really detailed and express how this shaped your life and shaped your experience and what you, how you want to show up and what, why they should listen to you. And I think it's compounded those daily interactions, those daily decisions, those daily habits that really move the needle and cater to the people that we were meant to impact. And I told y'all, if you follow me on my, well, it's my personal Instagram, it wasn't on Uncommon Queens, but I found this book in Target called Black Enough. And it's kind of like, kind of young adult stories, but you know, I'm a sucker for a young adult moment. Um, it's called Black Enough, Stories of Being Young and Black in America. And when I picked it up, I really just was flipping through it and I saw a page 
and a chapter, I should say, called Oreo. And I was like, bingo. And to be honest, I haven't read all of it. I've read a couple of chapters, but the chapters I have, the pages that I have read um, of the chapter called Oreo is about this girl who loves musicals. And she loves different type of musicals and everything. And one of her family members calls her an Oreo. And it's just so wild to me that a passion that you have can make someone feel like they know every part of you and they can deem you one thing. And I also want to note that this person that said that to me and probably her family member, they, you know, grew up a certain way and they have certain experiences that make them think that 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 that's not regular. That's not enough. That's not the box that they were shown of being black and grounding yourself in your blackness. And I think that when you take a step back, it's like, no, like if we collectively as a whole world we always hear people say that like if we were all the same that would be boring and I think in this situation it would be boring to all for all black people to be the same and have the same interests like the vast experience being vast is that like we all show up in this multi-dimensional way and it's just celebrating that that is so freaking powerful that we have so many stories to be told and some of those stories are not being told and I feel like we need to give space for those stories to be told and those people to have a platform honestly And so there's many different people that this book is by. It's like multiple authors, but it's it's um, edited by. I'm gonna spell this out because I'm bad at pronouncing things. It's I B I is her first name. Z O B O I. And so I and it's also by multiple authors. After that, it's just said edited by her. And. On the back, it says black is urban and rural, wealthy and poor, mixed race, immigrants, and more, because there are countless ways to be black enough. And this one is edited, and it's edited by a National Book Award finalist and featuring some of the most acclaimed, best-selling black authors writing for teens today. This is an essential collection of captivating coming-of-age stories about what it's like to be young and black in America. So it's for, it's for teens, but hey, I feel like we can all gain something from this book, honestly, to be frank with it. We could all learn a thing or two about hearing just different experiences and hearing about being a nerd or being loving musicals or whatever that may be. And I think it's about spreading that and operating Black excellence in, in every way that we can and you know, it's using, it's using what I've been given as a vessel that my blackness and my black experience is enough, not because, you know, others deem it well. But I think that I have, you know, exhausted myself by trying to and overthinking everything and then it just never, and it probably wouldn't come off genuine at all. It probably wouldn't come off sincere. And so I think that when we operate in our genius and when we operate in who 
we are that it really spreads that message of like we you know deserve to be on these platforms we deserve to get this coverage we deserve to operate in our spheres of influence in these jobs in positions of leadership and I think that once we all embrace these things no matter what skin color you have that creates a beautiful experience and a beautiful world we can live in once we all just stop trying to operate in these long, um, long, just stereotypes that have been around for decades. If we stop operating that and truly show up and be like, yeah, they are black enough, you know, and know that their experience is valid, no matter what zip code or no matter what they wear or no matter what they enjoy that they deserve to be appreciated and loved just like everyone else and that sounds so simple when you when I say that but it's not it's not as simple as it may seem in terms of people thinking that it's okay even in 2022 um so I just encourage y'all and encourage that black girl that made me listening to this that like you are you are enough you are more than enough and if you don't see you being represented know that like I'm here I would love to hear about your experience I would love to hear about your passions because I love to hear about everyone's passion okay that's how that's why I have a podcast I just want to hear about you know different people's stories and how they came to be who they are and I just want to say there's room for people that love musicals are an opera singer are in a country band are a pilot has a farm loves horseback riding there is a place for you in this world to show up in all of your fullness and pave the way for your spheres of influence and my friend reminded me she's a new friend and I really feel seen by her um in so many ways and appreciate her in so many ways and and she reminded me that like I'm living my ancestors dreams whether it's going on a trip to Maine and being able to walk, you know, around that place that probably many of my ancestors weren't allowed to and weren't allowed to see, you know, the water and experience national parks and do that thing and or living, I'm living their dream, li- being able to live in a certain zip code, in a cer- certain county and going to various restaurants around town without having, you know, a certain sign on the door and being able to have a podcast, like back in the day, I wouldn't be able to know, have a podcast, you know, centuries ago, I wouldn't be able to have a podcast, my voice wouldn't have been valued. So it's all about like taking a step back and being like, wow, like our ancestors couldn't even imagine doing that. So I should value that person. And there, of course, there's a way to operate and, you know, everyone gets jealous, everyone compares, but I think there's a certain level of, like, appreciating and taking a step back, like, all of us in our different ways are doing things that our ancestors couldn't even imagine or fathom, and that is some, uh, an element of freedom 
to step into. And yes, there's so, so, so much more room to grow. Such a large space to grow and move forward and and just live in the world, you know, that we were meant to live in, in the fullness of everyone's culture and experience and background and ethnicity. And, but I think there's some value in taking a step back and being like, and valuing it and not always feeling like we have to put in the work and just taking a step back to love where we are. And, you know, having grace for ourselves if we feel like we're not doing enough or we're not pushing enough or we're not speaking enough. Like there is room for grace because if you can take time to reflect and be proud of where you're at, that gives you energy to move forward and be the best you you can be because we can't grow weary, you know, in this in this thing. We can't grow weary and grow too discouraged so we need to find that joy we need to see those simple moments of being proud of ourselves of going to grad school of being a lawyer of you know being an equestrian like all of those things we need to being a scientist we need to relish and this is a shorter episode but I would like to end it on ways and things that I'm professing over myself that I am black enough. And so I am black enough when I listen to country or pop rock music. I am black enough no matter what I wear or where I shop. I am black enough being at the lake. I am black enough while watching lacrosse. I am black enough when riding horses. I am black enough no matter how many white friends I have. I am black enough even if I date a white guy. I am black enough while cuddling my cat, Roman. So I would just love for you, if you want to, just write anything down that may have resonated with you or just write your own list of why you're black enough or whatever culture or however you identify and just say that you are enough. You're enough right here and I am a cat lady and I love it. And I love, I would love to get all of the black women and men, homies, like together in a Facebook group, mostly not a Facebook group, probably like a group chat or some other platform to just talk about how genius it is and to talk about how we love Paramore and just chat about our life and how we love being uncommon and great. And so I, um, yeah, I guess I just, again, say this not to shade anyone, not to cross controversy, but I think it's needed. And what I've discussed with friends that, yeah, we need that space. We need that space to just feel like, yeah, we're enough. And we don't have to strive. We just have to be in the pace of grace, in the pace of grace of that, yes, we can improve. Yes, we have much more to give and we need that space to grow and to learn and to be. But like I always say, we're human beings, not human doings. So if we rest up and be in our being, we have so much more to give. And I really recently just felt that urge to just, over the weekend, just to be 
just to be in and just be in my authentic self and just take intentional time not to think I have to be doing several things but just when you take a chance just to be like that's when my creativity went into overdrive that's when I got filled up and was able to you know speak to my family and just feel like alive speaking to my friends and my family and hearing about their days and their week and just really basking in you know connecting with them and also just stepping out and being like yeah I I like my life like I enjoy it like it might not be what I want it to be but it's good here it's good right now you know like there's some joy right now and uh thank you so much for listening I just really 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 hope this resonated with someone and for someone to know that they are black enough and homies I'm so nervous to press publish, to be honest. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous to be press published that people will misunderstand me. But that is life, and that is the world we live in that someone's going to misunderstand. But I truly was coming from a pure heart. So thank you for listening, and I hope this helps you with today, tonight, or tomorrow. Talk to you soon.